Do you have this strong intuitive feeling that you are just destined to build a business and a life that stands out amongst the rest, but you just don't know how to get there? I feel you. I've been there and I can see that you are another fellow flamingo just waiting to take flight. My name is Megan Shallow, social media guru and founder of VNL Media Consulting, and this is exactly what I have done through building my own beautiful empire that has become a unicorn in the social media management world, as well as a safe space for entrepreneurs to feel empowered with their digital marketing. All of this was founded on the basis of three magical words, breathe, nourish, and love. Are you ready to learn how to be that entrepreneur who shows up online and offline with confidence, has a business that makes an impact in this world, and lives a life full of connection, love, prosperity, and joy? If the answer is yes, then let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fly Flamingo Fly. That's going to be one that I'm going to have to get used to saying. Try saying that out loud 10 million times. Um, and today we are getting started on the journey of how BNL became to be. Now I've realized over the amount of time that I have networked over and over again, when someone asks me, how did you start BNL? I literally talked to them for so long and I don't think they realized that they signed up for this long story, but they all enjoy it. So I'm going to do this in parts. And so I'm going to do them in chapters, I guess, which one day maybe we will turn into a book and then you all will buy it because you love supporting BNL. <laughs> maybe. But the story is different and it is not how others ever anticipate the answer to be when they ask me, how did I decide to start BNL? And I love it. So let's get started. It all began when I was 25. And it was not a magical time in my life, actually. No, I wasn't even 25, everyone. I was 24, going into 25. So creeping up on that quarter-life crisis, like really creeping up close. And there was a lot going on in my life. I had recently gotten out of a relationship that was really... The word I would use right now is intense. Um, I call it my learning relationship. And I mean, I have nothing bad to say about it because my life wouldn't be where it was or where it is without that experience. And so I want to honor that. And I came out of that relationship feeling pretty darn lost. I had graduated university about a year and a half prior. I graduated in 2016. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh, 2014, it was 2016 at the time. And I had a, I have an undergrad in psychology. I did an honors degree and I was basically had set myself up for success to go and do my master's. I graduated with a 90% GPA. I was really like super good at psychology. Um, I loved stats. So research was something that I definitely saw myself doing. I also saw myself being a professor. I thought that would have been a pretty cool job. And so that's kind of where I thought my life was going to take me. And then after that learning relationship, I just realized that I needed some more experiences. And I was sitting at a table with an old roommate of mine who had given me some wise guidance. She was, she went to a yoga retreat in this town called Nelson, BC. And she was talking to me how it was so life changing and da da da. So what I decided to do was go home after that call, after venting to her about this like relationship stuff that I had been going through and how I just was felt so stuck. And, um, 
instead of, I Googled Nelson BC yoga retreat first. Then I looked at it and I was like, nah, that's not adventurous enough for me. And so then I Googled yoga retreat Thailand because why not? And when I did that, um, the first thing that popped up because Google SEO and the Google gods are always on your side, uh, this place called the yoga retreat in Copenhagen, which is, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I say it. Uh, the full moon Island for those that aren't familiar of the actual name, the famous full moon Island where that big party happens. It happened to be that this yoga retreat was also happening on that Island. And so I dove into it. My intuition was on fire. If anyone runs on their intuition and is very into in tune with that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, no matter what you do, you can't stop thinking about it because you know, it's exactly where you're meant to be. And it's the answer you've been searching for that you didn't even know you were searching for. And so I basically booked that. I was still in the relationship at the time, thought maybe he was going to come with me. But my intuition was telling me, no, this is you. You have to go do this on your own. And that's when the relationship, the learning relationship that changed everything for me ended. And the trip to Thailand, which changed everything for me, began. And so I booked it six months out. I was ready to rock. I was planning everything. I was working hard to make sure I could afford it. And I put as much money away as possible so that I could travel for six weeks to Thailand where I took that leap of faith the first time that I had ever really leaped, except for when I went to university. Um, moving from my hometown to my university was the first safe-ish leap of faith. And then this one, going to Thailand, was the game changer. And it all is so funny how in hindsight it all makes sense. So I jumped on a plane, went to Thailand... And I spent six weeks traveling by myself. Um, the first week I stayed in Bangkok. And that was when I started to really, I think, notice how I re relied on social media. And that is where this journey really began. Um, when I got to Thailand, we were in a different time zone. We as in me. I was by myself. And I was sharing my experience, tried sharing my experience through email with friends and family, and then tried sharing my experience through Facebook with friends and family. But I realized that our time zones were so different that no one was, I didn't feel connected. Like I didn't feel like I had the support of my community because I wasn't getting responses from them in real time. And I wasn't being able to kind of feel that emotional connection. And Snapchat was causing me so much anxiety and because everyone would read things and not reply. And it was just so much. So Social media was really stressful for me when I went away and I was so far away from my family and friends. But the one thing that really lit me up was posting on my Instagram and writing how I was feeling. And it was like, it was just the things that I was experiencing, the stories that I could tell. And then I could save that for me. And I was posting for me, but I was also sharing and connecting with my family and friends back home in a deeper way than I had ever had before. And so I started, I remember I was sitting on the, on a patio in Bangkok with my ripped jeans on. And if you scroll far enough down, you'll probably see a photo somewhere on some of my feeds with this photo. 
and I was staring up with a, at a beer on the table and I was staring out at the streets and like these tall buildings. And, uh, that was my first post. And I remember crying while I was writing it because it was so, I was so connected to something bigger than waiting for connection. I was actually using the platform to connect with myself, um, which is something that a lot of people I don't think realize uh, this social media's actual purpose <laughs> because it technically isn't. They did not build it for you to connect with yourself. They built it for everyone to connect with others. But for me, that really is the first. I remember there were multiple posts that I wrote uh, during that trip that brought tears to my eyes and had nothing to do with anyone else but what I was feeling and the gratitude and, and the overwhelming feeling of being proud of myself and being proud of the things that I had found and discovered about Copenhagen and Thailand and not being in a whole different culture. So that was my first experience with social media that wasn't about posting about what you were eating or posting about what you just bought or whose friends you're with. Like it was really, it was kind of like a diary, but like for the public. <laughs> and so I really enjoyed that. And I did that around my trip. And that was the first, this is the first time I fell in love with a social media platform, which is why for those that do know BNL really well, we love Instagram. There's something about it that just makes me love the platform more and more every day, even when changes come and go. They're always for the better and they're always for deeper connection if you use the tools properly with the right mindset in place and the, your heart and soul very open to both giving and receiving. So after this, well, we're not done the trip. So when I, I, the first piece I found out about social media was the writing. The second piece I realized was that social media is how I got to know and trust the people that I was meeting. So I met a lot of people on my travels, like a lot, and they all were so perfectly aligned. And when you're traveling, you don't stick around with people forever. Everyone's on a different schedule. Some people are staying for a month. Some people are staying for a week. And I was staying at the yoga retreat for a month. And that's when I started to meet people, when I got to the yoga retreat. And so as I started to meet people, everyone asked me for my Instagram account. We all started following each other and we still follow each other to this day. And those memories will never be forgotten of what we all went through together in an Ashtanga yoga retreat, which is another story for another day. This focus is definitely on social media. And we all use the platforms to stay connected and to cheer, like share with each other our journeys and experiences of each other. And so that was another reason why that was the other reason why I fell in love with social media and still, still love being able to see what they're up to and connecting with them. And so through this retreat, I experienced a lot of mental and physical and spiritual awakenings and meltdowns. And there was something about the creative space that Instagram gave me that I really just kind of held on to in times of more distress. And I didn't scroll. I wasn't forcing connections with others or even talking to others too much. I just was really focusing on myself and my community that I was creating and the story that I was telling. So this yoga, I would highly recommend anyone go on to a yoga retreat. But as I kind of kept going and rolling with 
the four weeks, which was a long time. I was also journaling at the time. So my writing was getting better and I just started to really find my rhythm. And then I met these girls from New Zealand, like probably a week after I got there. I really got to know them. And that's when I realized how I could use Instagram to connect with communities because they were, and also to make my feed look really pretty. So back in 2015, it didn't matter if your feed looked that pretty. Like for the average person, it wasn't really a thing. Um, you just posted what you ate, what you worked out, all like maybe if you bought something new. It was very much haphazard, like Facebook was slash kind of still is. And so when I met these girls from New Zealand, they were definitely a little bit ahead of the game and they had beautifully curated feeds. They were funny with their copywriting. They used emojis really uniquely and brandedly to themselves. Um, they were very particular of hashtags that they used. They had a sister who had built a business on Instagram and I was just like so curious and I didn't know why I was curious, but I just was so amazed that this was all available on the platform. So I actually started using my Instagram to find cool places in on the island that we were visiting. And that really opened up the door for me to travel and like to find different locations and different places that really, um, they just, I wouldn't have found them on Google. And so I started to see that I could connect myself online using the online powers of social media offline with a community that I was traveling in. So all of these dots were like slowly piecing together. And in hindsight, it all makes sense. I was learning about how I was going to build my amazing business two years down the road. Uh, but that's when it all kind of started to click. And I, I discovered so many things about the island and the people and the musicians and the temples and the full moon um, the full moon meanings. Um, I did not go to a full moon party and I don't think those are ever allowed again, if I'm not mistaken, but that is okay. Cause that is not where that is not the part of the Island that I will ever visit again, but I will visit the yoga retreat again. Uh, there were so many connections that I made and so many opportunities to take a different path that I stopped being scared of going with the plan. And there was a yoga instructor there who really, really opened my eyes to a lot. And the biggest thing that she said was F the plan, except she didn't, she actually said it out loud, but I don't know if you're, you're listening to this with other people <laughs> and, or in public where everyone can hear, but I just don't want to say the F word on my podcast. Um, but she said it loud and she wrote it down on a piece of paper and she gave it to me. And it really hit home for me because I had just applied for grad school. I thought that's where I was going. I thought I was going to grad school. I thought that that was the only path I was allowed to take as an undergraduate. I never thought in a million years I would become an entrepreneur. And when she said that, it just clicked for me that I don't have to do this. I don't have to be like what everyone is assuming I'm going to be. And I also don't have to be what on paper says I'm good at, so I should be. And the biggest thing for me was I didn't want to go back into a university career that was going to be full of stress. I had already come home. I had already come to the island just like releasing so much stress and anxiety and cortisol that had been built up in my body from 
being such a perfectionist in university that I couldn't imagine putting myself in that situation again for seven years after the work that I had done on the island. So I did, I got into a few grad programs. I declined them all. And I spent those four magical weeks on the beach enjoying every last minute and telling every last oper- like story on my social media. And then I came home And after that amazing experience, which is really hard to put into words, but I did journal every day. So those memories are with me forever and maybe we'll make it into a longer script one day. I came home and someone that I barely knew was maybe an acquaintance from the gym that I had worked at slid into the DMs. This was rare, actually, when people actually slid into the DMs and said something and asked me for coffee slash tea. And because I was straight off of out of Thailand and ready to say yes to pretty much any opportunity that came my way, I jumped on it and said, sure, let's meet for coffee. And that is when I met my mentor, one of my mentors that helped BNL kick off into a reality that I didn't know ever could have existed. And with that, I shall leave you there to kind of soak it in. Think about how you have taken leaps of faith in your life to uh, move towards the life that you want versus doing the life that is set in front of you based on this society's script that uh, you, we may feel stuck in. And I can't wait to tell you what happens when I met this mentor. It was quite the life-changing tea coffee date. Um, I don't think either of us drank coffee at the time, so I'm pretty sure it was tea. And not that that matters. And uh, that story is a great one. I learned a lot on that coffee date. And I can't wait to share it all with you on the next podcast episode, which will be soon. (laughs) I hope you have an amazing day. I hope that everything that you want slowly attracts to you at the rate that it's meant to. And I really, really hope that you continue to show up every single day, authentically as you are, as bright as you are, and with so much gratitude radiating radiating from you that only good and good energy and abundance attracts to you. So with that, I shall leave you be, and I cannot wait to share the rest of the story with you in part two. See you later. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly with BNL. We are so grateful you stopped by, and we hope that something from today's conversation ignited the inspiration you were looking for so that you can keep moving forward towards the life of your dreams. This podcast was produced by BNL Media Consulting with the amazing help of Podigy Podcasts. We'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, so be sure to leave us a review as well as give us a follow on Instagram at BNL Social. If you need any help with your social media marketing, feel free to visit our website at www.bnlmediaconsulting.com and we would be more than happy to support you. We hope you have an amazing day and we cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Have a good one, everyone.